Hey everyone, this is Jackie Marie Byer, your host, here to help inspire you on your journey to create, grow, and enjoy a green organic oasis. So let's get growing. Welcome to the Green Organic Garden. It is Saturday, July 31st, 2021, and I am here for episode two of Soil Sister Saturday with the golden listener of 2020, Eileen Catron. So welcome back, Eileen. Hi, Zeki. So what's growing in New Jersey this week? How's it going? Everything's going well. I started fall planting. So squash, zucchini. Um, And I'm going to start my broccoli indoors. How do you think that goes? Do you think it'll work? (laughs) I hope it works. I think you're starting squash now? Yes, yes. Starting it, like just putting the seeds in the ground? Yes, and they've already come up. They've already come up. It's amazing. Because I think you have so many days, like 70 days or something before your first frost, and you can harvest them. So let's see how it works out. Oh, well, when's your first first? We had somebody post the other day in the Western Montana Gardening Group that she lost all her zinnias because it was down to 28. Wow. Uh, less than 50 miles from me. And we have had a killer frost on August 8th before. Really? Hopefully, our, but yes, we, we are lucky if we can go to September. Yeah, so. ours is October 3rd, like Halloween. Oh, wow. October 15th, October 30th. And the way the weather's working, it might it might just go into November. Who knows? I mean, it's hot out there. It's unusually warm. Oh. Yeah. So, oh. but, so the broccoli, I'm going to start inside um, uh, for a fall. Like, you know, you know how the, I was doing it in the spring. But those cabbage moths decimated everything out there that was broccoli oriented <laughs> any kind of broccoli rob um cauliflower anything it was just gone um so i uh, gary polarchik that you had on he had said something about trying to start a fall garden indoors you know get some things ready for for the fall and plant them out in your garden for the fall so that's what i'm going to do i'm going to do transplants of cauliflower and uh, broccoli and I think I'm gonna try Brussels sprouts too. So there's no there's no threat of the cab that dreaded cabbage moth, and I haven't seen any for the past week or two. So that's interesting. It might be just a spring thing, and then I don't know what your insight is on that. I don't know. I'm so curious. And I had somebody else from New Jersey ask me what's plan for the fall. So this is awesome. Uh, So in Montana, so these are the challenges I have. Last year, I tried to do the fall broccoli thing. And the problem I had was it was so hot outside that it just just never took off. And they never got bigger than six inches. And then I can't remember, they froze or whatever. So they didn't make it. Uh, I planted lettuce yesterday. So that's what I'm trying to plant for the fall. Last year, I planted my lettuce September 1st. And it just didn't take off enough before when like I was able to pick like a couple of leaves at Thanksgiving, but like there just wasn't enough. So this year I'm hoping August 1st, you know, July 30th, August 1st, right in there, I'll be better. And I planted a fall bed of arugula like a month ago 
but it's already getting ready to bolt. It's just not going to make it through August, I don't think. So I'm going to have to plant arugula again. But I've been eating it like crazy. It's doing good now. Arugula. So broccoli and cabbage, I'm curious to see what happens. So we'll see. That's what yeah. they say. Plant them indoors and then put them out. They definitely like the cold weather. My broccoli, all my broccoli starts that I started, I had like 25 broccoli starts and they were doing so good and the plants are so huge. And I go down there one day and that squirrel or chipmunk or whatever the heck it is, ate all of my broccoli. Oh, that's so-, so I have like almost the same problem as you, like something got it the past. And then I did the dumbest thing. I've been like covering my kale so the bugs don't, so the moths don't, you know, lay their bugs, eat my kale. And I've been doing really good about it and covering it every night. Almost. I've missed like three nights, but I haven't gotten bugs in there, but you know what happened the other day? I went down in the morning and uncovered it in the morning. One day, I just happened to go down, was working down there early and I left it uncovered all day. And the darn chipmunk went and ate most of my kale. (laughs) How dumb dumb can you be? Like, I'm like, Oh my goodness. I went down the water and was like, ah, now, does but, Mike try to do the broccoli and the cabbage now for the fall or no? No, he just, uh, oh, he's having the toughest time. But I did pick, so that's my cooking this week. I made coleslaw yesterday. <gasps> because I did, he did pick me. Oh, and I just think cabbages look like roses. They're so beautiful. They're like these gigantic, huge roses. They're so pretty. The chipmunk or gophers or whatever the heck he's got down there that are destroying his garden completely ate all the purple ones and they ate the purple ones in my beds too over by the house but they did not eat the green ones so i got two green cabbages this weekend and i made homemade coleslaw and if anybody wants my coleslaw recipe is on the organic gardener podcast.com that's where i go to um cook it you just type coleslaw in the search bar and it comes up and I make a coleslaw like one of my secrets is I mix mayonnaise and yogurt uh, it cuts the calories and it just gives it this different flavor that I don't know where I found that recipe I want to say it was for my friend Dacia's mom um but yeah so I I love yogurt it's got a tangy flavor which is nice yeah and it, it like it said in the recipe to use vanilla yogurt first like i don't know the recipe i posted in 2017 so i can't remember why but i used half vanilla and half plain yogurt yesterday and a little bit of mayonnaise and oh it was so good i put craisins and walnuts in it oh my god sounds delicious so that's what's cooking in my garden those are my challenges that's what i'm growing so what's what are you cooking okay i forgot to mention the last time we spoke because we talked about um what, what did we talk about for the, I can't remember. Anyway. Um, you were cooking tomatoes and eggplants. Oh, yes. We did, a, yes, we did an like eggplant. A, um, yes. A sauce. I forgot what you called it. It's funny because I was just looking at the show notes and the transcription. Like an eggplant like, tomato parmesan. Well, that's what you posted on, on, online. Yeah. But on like Instagram or somewhere. But on the show, you talked about a sauce like a tapenade or what did you call it? You had some name for it. That's why. Oh, a ratatouille. When he made, oh, Robbie made a ratatouille. Yes, he made a ratatouille um, with just tomatoes and an eggplant and a red sauce and some green beans. Oh my God, it was so good. Yes, that's what he made. Yes, with some tomatoes and the eggplants that I grew also. Um, 
I forgot to mention about the zucchini, stuffed zucchini flowers we made. Um, we, mm. Yes, they're stuffed my with- My mom always made like a fried zucchini flower and I was telling her about your stuffed zucchini. She's like, oh, what did they stuff them with? Mozzarella and capers. Ooh. And just stuff the, you know, the uh, male flowers, the zucchini flowers or squash flowers, stuff them with the male capers and then just dredge them in a like egg batter and then deep fry them. Oh my God, they were so delicious. It's that simple, the recipe. It's so simple. Huh. Very simple. You could do a little mozzarella, um, ricotta in there if you want, you know, with the mozzarella and the capers. It's up to you. You could do prosciutto. Some people do prosciutto and mozzarella. It's all up to you, what, how you want to stuff your uh, flour <laughs> and deep fry it. Then, what do you do with the flour? Do you fry it in like oil or anything? Yeah. Or Eating. You dredge it in the in the batter, the whole flour that's stuffed, you're dredging. And you have to leave a bit of the stem on because that's how you're going to be able to pick it up. And the stems are delicious deep fried also. So it's the whole thing you eat. And what's the batter you make? Is it like an egg batter? Simple egg batter, egg and water. Very simple. Oh. There My was nothing like crazy. Like flour and milk or so. I don't even know what she made. Yeah, it was, it was very simple, very simple. So uh, you know what, I can post it on, um, on, on your, uh, on your channel on, or, you know, on the organic garden, the Facebook chain. Okay. Now okay? I'll put it up there. Um, that recipe. You called it a Pomodoro sauce. Oh, he makes a Pomodoro sauce. Yeah. That's just with tomatoes, onions, garlic, and a light pomodoro's that's very good and it's in olive oil salt pepper it, it that just like it just coats a macaroni you know or coats a rice it's very nice that's a pomodoro sauce yes it's really good too maybe i should so get that did right. you make this what was this week's uh this week we didn't do it that was i just want to tell you about the stuffed um capers but the eggplant parmesan we did this week eggplant roasted tomatoes um, with mushrooms and um, some ricotta. So he layered the eggplant, he grilled the egg, you know, grilled the eggplant, grilled the um, tomatoes, let them cool down. Then he did the ricotta and mushrooms and layered it like lasagna and put it in the yeah. oven and red sauce. That was the one that I saw the pictures from. Yes, that's what he made this week with the tomatoes and the eggplant. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm just starting to harvest like a ton, like I, like where I'm getting to the point where you were like a couple of weeks ago, where like every day I go down and get like today, I couldn't even hold them all in my hands. I had to like pull out my shirt and like wipe yeah. our basket. And that's even after Mike went down and picked a basket last night, we have three different kinds of tomatoes. I have cherry tomatoes, Roma tomatoes, and Oregon spring tomatoes and three mm. sets of beds. I'm going to have my 30 plants are going to probably have almost as many as your 90. Well, maybe not. I, but I believe it. I believe yeah, they're I going had to crazy. To harvest. I believe it. They're going crazy out there. Crazy. And I just gave some away um, to a friend. So that's good. And, you know, they're um, very picky too on their produce. So I'm, you know, I'm going to call him later and see if he liked the way they tasted. <laughs> so you know we'll see what happens oh and then while he was doing the bricks the bricks oh, yeah. tell us about that mike was like what's eileen doing this morning 
Well, um, I was like, we have one of those, but Felicia yeah. has it. I haven't got back. She has it. She's going to give it to me. I just haven't seen her since I asked her. Yeah, you did a show with uh, Patty Armbruster, um, and it was this refractometer. So bricks is, I guess, the sugars, um, you know, how healthy your plant is that you're, you know, growing. You, you, you can either and how use the food you're eating. I think it has something yeah. to do with like the carbohydrates and the sugars in it. Yes. Something but it like kind of, yeah, shows you. I actually talked to this guy from Colorado. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. He told me about it. But Nicole Masters, who wrote For the Love of Soil, has like a whole diagram in there that really explains it. And then, yeah, and then Patty went through it last week in the YouTube video. Oh, okay. So that's, and I got a tomato at seven. I'd let, you know, the average it said is a six. You know, it's okay. It's average, blah, blah, blah. But I got it at a seven. I'm, I'm happy. Seven, I'm good. I'd like to get a 12, but I don't know. <laughs> and you grew that tomato. Yes. Yes. Well, and I also, the thing that Patty was saying that I didn't realize is that like the time of day that you pick it can make a difference. The time of day that you test it can make a difference. So yeah, all these factors, if it's going to be a, a cloudy day, a hot, humid day, uh, you know, exactly. So this is just a day that I picked them. I left them in the kitchen for a little bit and I decided to pick one up and, and test it. So that's good. And then I, also Patty was saying you should test the leaf itself too. Yes, that's what I want to try next. I'll try that next. And you mix it up in the garlic press. I remember the first time we were doing a carrot when we first got it in the mail and we're like, how the heck do we squish the carrot? Like we were able to do the tomato, but we were having a really hard time with the carrot. And that was, I didn't know you put it like in the garlic press, but also I think it's the leaves more than the actual vegetable or fruit itself. Oh, gotcha. For the harder ones. Gotcha. Do some research on that. Yeah. We'll email Patty. <laughs> Text her. Be so much easier to get the uh, answered. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all your amazing stuff. And just like, I love seeing your post on Facebook and in the Facebook group and just everything that you're growing this year and sharing the audience this week. And I think you're going to inspire people. And I hope so, Jackie. I love the, your, your show recently that you aired. Um, I, Sharon Lovejoy. Oh, it was awesome. I learned a lot and I ordered her book, Trial and Error. I just can't wait to get it. <laughs> oh, it's so sweet. She's so amazing. Her her and her husband were such a sweet couple and just uh, yeah, and yeah, the she's one been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And the one tip that she said was something about having like a fruit tree or something in the middle of your garden bed and then plants out like underneath it. That was pretty smart. You know, to kind of get like a food forest going, of, you know. So I was really, really intently listening. So I'm thrilled, thrilled. Let's going to try that. Something in the future. Definitely. The more fruit tree, like I've been feeling like one of my big lessons I learned this summer is like the more shade trees you have, the nicer your lawn will stay greener under those trees, whether they're fruit trees or pine trees or leaf trees or flower trees uh just more trees like i've been really noticing a big difference in people's lawns oh that's good that's good well, i'm gonna keep listening keep having those amazing guests on all right well thank you no problem
So we meet again. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm take sure. care. Bye-bye. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Organic Gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening. And remember, grow local.